This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 727 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Simple solutions, scientifically proven. Hi, horse folks. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Megan Aro. Megan is a licensed massage practitioner for animals and people and a professional educator with a master's in teaching degree from Seattle University. You might say she wrote the book on horse massage, and it's titled The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage. You can buy it at Amazon and good bookstores all over the country. Today's tip is all about tails. Your horse's tail can tell you a lot about how he's feeling, and you can help him feel better by following Megan's advice. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Well, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know we talk a lot about Kentucky Performance Products, and that's because they are a name you can trust to give you the most value for your supplement money. Kentucky Performance Products offer supplements designed to target specific problems that are made with high-quality ingredients included at effective levels. The company's supplements are intended to complement, not compete, with your dressage horse's current feeding program, guarding against over-supplementation, and each product is backed by sound research and the money-back satisfaction guarantee. And today, we'd like to talk to you about Nalox, the original equine antacid. It's recommended by veterinarians and leading horsemen as a way of maintaining a healthy stomach, which reduces the risk of ulcers. Nalox can be given daily to horses exposed to stressful conditions or as needed when shipping, competing, or during stall confinement. You know, you can learn about Nalox and all the products at Kentucky Performance Products at KPP. USA.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at KPPUSA.com. And welcome back, Megan, author of The Horse Lover's Guide to Horse Massage. The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage is my absolute favorite, and I'm sure you have some incredibly important piece of wisdom gleaned from that book that you're going to share with us today. (laughs) Well, uh, actually, I, it's not one of the things that I mentioned in the book. I should have. <gasps> Ooh, an exclusive. <laughs> We've got an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I wanted to talk about today is um, looking at the tail. I'll, I can share just one or two real easy techniques to do with the tail, but also looking at the tail in general as an indicator for the rest of the spine. Ooh, interesting. Enlighten me. It's an extension of the spine. Yeah, enlighten me. Well, now, in, I'll back up a second maybe and say, you know, of course, among horse people, the question of watching a horse's movement and being able to identify any kind of lameness problem is a big topic of interest and something we all work on in, you know, getting a, developing our eye for. Endlessly. Endlessly. Yeah, yeah and it's not, not easy. Um, but short of being actually having some kind of lameness, of course, there's all kinds of different um, qualities of movement that you can watch for that can be better or worse um, in a given horse. And uh, so, in other words, there's can be lots of room for improvement in the horse's body 
um, even if they're not actually lame. Makes so sense, they could be sure. Totally yeah. functionally sound, but still not have the quality of movement you're looking at sure. or you're looking for. And of course, you have to, if you're watching the horse move, and in this case, we'll talk about looking at the tail um, as one thing you can watch. And you have to consider things like if there's a rider on or if there's equipment that's making the horse uncomfortable, those things can be, you know, maybe if you removed those things from the picture, the tail might change, right? And other things about the horse's movement might change too. Got it. Okay. But, um, but one thing you can watch when you're watching horse move is how does their tail move? Um, and, well, what, how does it move and how is it held? both. So one thing you can watch is if it's held in, you know, centered or if it's held off to one side or the other. Mm -hmm. And obviously the best view to watch that is when they're going away from you to see about the symmetry. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if it is symmetrical or, you know, centered nicely, you can watch whether it has just a gentle wave that goes through it. Does it look relaxed or is it held stiffly? And also, is it, you know, clamped down or is it lifted slightly? Mm-hmm. And that can, it is an extension of the spine, although the spinal cord itself is not going that far back. Really? The spinal cord. I didn't know that. The spinal cord ends up in the, uh, up in the sacrum, which is at the top of the rump. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. But the, um, the tail vertebrae, though, just continue that chain, though. And there are ligaments that follow that whole chain and some muscles, of course, as they move their tail around. There's some muscle tissue in there. Um, And there are nerves. You know, they have nerves for sensation Mm -hmm. that extend back in the tail. But the main motor nerves coming out of the spinal cord are uh, those only come as far back as the sacrum at the top of the rump. You're just you are just a gold mine of factoids. (laughs) <laughs> well, it, you know, you just get into it and you keep learning more and more. So and <laughs> when it's fun, you watch a horse move and you watch his tail and you just went through a variety of things that we might see. Is it a case of all horses' tails should have these qualities when they move? Or is it more on a very individual basis in that certain horses ideally have certain types of movements or not movements in their tail is it, or is it a case of these are qualities we want to see and these are qualities we do not want to see these are generally qualities you want to see the one exception that comes to mind is um you know i'm sure many people are familiar with sort of the arab tail of sticking straight up in the air mm-hmm. um that you know i don't that's not necessarily an indication of a problem in the spine it's maybe a a level of of tension which is not necessarily a bad tension that, but, that's an indicator know, high, that the horse tone. is just about to pull away from you and leave town. It can't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I don't know why it is that Arabs seem to have that. I don't know if there are other breeds or if it's, I mean, so many breeds, you know, have Arabian blood in their development. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if it's all coming from the Arab or if there's other breeds too. But anyway. I'm willing you know, to, bra- I'm willing like to blame the Arabians. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, they're feeling good. They're playing around. If they stick their tail up or do something funny with it, that's, you know, it's not necessarily a problem. But especially when they're, when they are kind of settled into work and they're going, you know, um, in a more methodical way, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, rhythmic, rhythmic way, 
you still you want to be able to see that they're not holding their tail consistently to one side because of you know extra tension on that side of the body or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or and you also don't want to see that it's stiff, and and you don't want to feel that it's super stiff either. You don't want it to feel limp, and you don't want it to feel stiff as a board when you go to actually hold it. Uh-huh. So first is, why do you massage their tail? And second, how do you massage their tail? Yeah, yeah. So you can be watching the tail as an indicator for the rest of the spine, and so that can give you some information as you observe it. But you can also have some influence on the rest of the spine by working on the tail if the tail does have some trouble spots in it. Um, Now, the horse is likely, if they've got something going on in the spine, they're likely going to need some other work as well. I don't know, you know, you may not get all the results you want from just working on the tail, but you can have effects beyond the tail further forward through working on the tail. So one way I sometimes work on the tail actually is to simply, especially if there is a, a section of the tail that might be just, like I said, stiff as a board, just really rigid, not mm-hmm. have any pliability to it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'll do sometimes is simply to um, squeeze it gently, but you have to, it's quite a gentle squeeze, really. It's enough t- that you're putting some pressure into the tissue, mm-hmm. but little enough that you can comfortably maintain that gentle squeeze for several minutes. Okay. So you don't want to be, you know working too hard at it, just okay. holding the tail, basically. And um, that in itself can often do some nice softening, just holding it for several minutes. Um, and then if you think of the tail as uh, some, you know, how taffy, when it, um, when it gets old or cold, or cold or both, and it'll get quite hard, it can get hard as a rock. Mm-hmm. And if you, you can even break it. If you, you know, you can snap it in two if, it's, if mm-hmm. it's in that state. But if you just gradually warm it up and start to manipulate it slowly, it'll start, it'll keep warming up gradually and you can get it more of that pliable feeling. Makes sense, Where you sure. can stretch it around and change its shape and stuff. So that- if you think of it like playing with some some old taffy that needs to be warmed up and, um, softened up a little bit so it gets more pliable. You can do the holding. You can do little wiggles. Take two um, two segments next to each other, which would be different vertebrae, um, and just give little wiggles between them or rotate it a little bit. Anything that's that's uh, you know com- comfortable, gentle enough to be comfortable for the horse mm-hmm. is going to be helpful. And one thing to be aware, just one thing that I'll add, as you're working with the tail to be aware of, well, obviously there's some safety issue of working around the, in, the hind end of any horse, but also when you, if you touch the skin that's on the underside of the tail, especially mm-hmm. up, up in the top half, mm-hmm. a lot of horses will have pretty, almost all horses will have a natural reflex to clamp their tail down in response to that. So you just, at, at least at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can be just aware of that if you if you do touch the, that area, which, you know, you, you do want to be able to touch there and have them stay relaxed. But even if they're accepting of it, they might have just a, 
a kind of a reflex reaction initially. So you can be aware that you might need to give that a few moments to pass. And then, of course, if it's more than a reflex reaction, if they're not really comfortable having you handle their tail, it might take more time and maybe a variety of techniques to get them to accept that. Makes good sense. Now, I've seen some people, um, not necessarily massage therapists, but people who will take the horse's tail and they take the tailbone and they run their the base of their hand all the way up underneath of it. So they basically take the horse's tail and flip it up over their back. And then they like ride their hand up it like they're turning their tail inside out. Um, why do people do that? <laughs> is it a good idea? <laughs> you know, when the, when the horse is, is ready for it and be able, able to be comfortable with it, you do, you do want that flexibility in the tail. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's it's a way of stretching. It's a way of okay. stretching the tail. But you just w- I would say you'd want to do it kind of slowly and and you know feel your way into it. And if the horse's tail isn't ready to go that far, then don't try to push it because you could hurt them. Oh, okay. Well, that makes but sense. But it is it is good to explore that whole range of motion. And they should to have the full range of motion. They should be able to to go up there. Okay. Well, I yeah. I know in my my experience that most of the horses I've had over the years rather enjoy having their tail manipulated and mm-hmm. rubbed and scratched and mm-hmm. massaged um, once they get used to the fact that no, I'm not going to dunk it in a bucket of cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to enjoy it. Their little lips will go and their eyes, eyes kind of glaze over yeah. and they're like, oh, that feels really good. Because there's you know, also when you actually think, go ahead. there's an acupressure point at the end of it too. Actually, I didn't mention that. Really? Right. The tip of the tail is an acupressure point. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Well, once again, that, that was fascinating. I learned all sorts of things about tails and spines that I didn't know before, they as usual. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you're, you're a gold mine of factoids, Megan. Um, and I'm going to take uh, my, my scribbly notes here since uh, some of this stuff isn't in my book. It's top secret. Only our uh, horse horse tip daily listeners get to find out about this stuff. Uh, tell all of tell our listening audience where they can go to learn more about what you do and where they can get your books and eBooks. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, the main website is allaboutanimalmassage.com, so they can certainly go there. One thing I do have available now that that I haven't put on the website yet. So depending on how soon I get around to that, they may, they may find on the website or they might have to sign up as an email member to find out about it. But I have a, an introductory package for equine massage and bodywork for oh, a big great. discount on all of my uh, e-books and a video lesson if they buy it all together as a package. I, ha- I just had a great idea. For the holidays, the person you are getting the iPad or the Kindle for Get mm-hmm. your ebooks too. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. The perfect combination. There, there we go. Well, yeah. thanks again, Megan. Fascinating stuff. And we will see you again soon. Well, there you go. To listen to all of Megan's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's tip has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Ask for Kentucky Performance products like Nalox and Nalox Advanced at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can purchase them online at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. 
It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.